0: Well, hello, hello, hello. What's up, my swiggers? It's your hostess with the mostest and God's favorite sipper and tipper, Ali like Hallie. And thanks for coming to my tea party. I'm pouring you up as God pours into me. And if I'm your cup of tea, thanks for sipping with me. So what's the tea for today? Well, the tea for today actually is a little concoction from yesterday and today. Yesterday being food today, it occurred to me, me being vegan, that while we are always trying to get people on the same wave as us when we think it's the best thing for us, that may not be facts. That might not be true for everyone. And that brought me to the fact that, yes, I am a pro-vegan person, but if we're just being real about it, everyone should not be vegan. Nor, I think, can everyone be vegan? Because it's actually like a lifestyle change and a dedication mentally. Which brings me to the tea. Today, Foods Day and Wednesday tea, has to deal with 11 reasons you should not go vegan. Okay, so I'm going to just list them out. Starting from number 11, going all the way down to the number one reason. And I didn't order these in any particular order. It was just the way that they came to me. But looking at it, I think it is still ordered in a way that actually makes sense as far as priority-wise and as far as logic-wise. So let's get into the tea. And let's take a sip. So my number 11 reason, if we're being completely logical and honest with ourselves, I feel as if it's very important to point out peer pressure. Now, why peer pressure? Well, let me elaborate for you. Basically, when I say you should not go vegan due to peer pressure, initially I meant if someone else is like wanting you to go vegan and they're trying to pressure you into being vegan because they're vegan, That's not a good reason. It will not sustain. It will not last. But to tie it into Wednesday, all of these should not reasons will be turned into reasons that will cause you to be a winner should you choose to. I personally do believe that if you are vegan, you win it out here because there are different benefits to it that help you with your life, I think. And I could be biased. But on the flip, though, if you want to win at veganism, I'm going to explain How these reasons tie into the way that you will be able to win should you choose to. So, peer pressure. If someone is wanting you to do something and they are a peer of yours, meaning friend, family, co-worker, someone who is in your social circle... A lot of times, peer pressure can be helpful and get you to the point that you need to do something good for yourself based on getting in where you fit in. You know, they say birds of a feather flock together. So, if it's a vegan flock and you wanted the birds, it might help you to be around those people who are helping you stay mindful and around the things that you were trying to do. However, on the flip, if peer pressure is something that you succumb to easily, You should not go vegan. And the reason I say this is because I've been there where I've been around family, friends, otherwise. And I was trying to stay on my vegan train. But they were eating something that smelled so delicious. It looked like it tasted so good. And the way that they sold it, my God, fled right off that bandwagon. And that's not to say that it's their fault, but that becomes your fault. Because you have to be mentally strong and solidified in your decision to do whatever is best for you as an individual, regardless of that pressures outside of you. And so if you are one who is for peer pressure, and I'm actually pro-peer pressure sometimes, some of the best moments of my life have been due to peer pressure. (laughs) I actually probably started vegan being peer pressured. And not in a way that it was forced upon me, but I was dating someone who wanted to go vegan for the animals. And him being my immediate peer, I didn't feel pressured, but it was also like, well, I'm gonna get in where I fit in. This is what we're doing. So that kind of worked out for me. But if you are not able to sustain in your own beliefs, in your own mindset, regardless of whatever is going on outside of you, and the visuals and the smells and the other senses outside of your mental self-pressure, then going vegan may not be for you because it's gonna be that much harder. All right, number 10, because it's a new trend, I should have put quotes on "new trend." It ain't really new, y'all. People been eating plants and not eating animals since forever. <laughs> Probably since when they had them animals loaded up on the boat. I I don't know that no one them loaded them up to eat them. Personally, I do believe in regards to it being a new trend. Sometimes people just like to get on whatever the wave is. That's what I think happened with that whole gluten free thing. All y'all ain't gluten free. Some of y'all don't even know what gluten is, but you heard, oh, gluten probably bad for you. I'm gonna look some stuff up. Now I'm gluten-free. Now to those who are people who actually need to not eat gluten, it always appears as if there are people who are sincere to the cause and have to stick to that because that actually benefits their own lifestyle. And then on the flip, there's people who just do it because it's trendy, because it's fun, because there's a cool influencer who's making it look easy. And so, hey, I'm gonna try it. If this is you, and you were just trying things because it's trendy or because it's popping for right now, you should not go vegan. The reason I say that is because trends pass. And so once that trend passes and it's not cool to you no more, or it's not the the hip thing to do, you will stop doing it. Especially if there's a new trend that comes along. You might have wanted to be vegan, and then you wanted to be keto, and then you wanted to be gluten-free, and then you wanted to do this, and you wanted to do that. The thing about trends is All it takes is a bunch of people getting on the wave to popularize it to where it becomes taboo. Which is also why we have this anti-vegan movement that is also popping because some people do not like the trend of being felt as if they are not doing the right thing. And I'm not saying vegan is right or wrong. I, I again, don't think everyone should be vegan. But if you are only going vegan because it is the quote-unquote popular thing to do, it look fun. You want to be able to say that you don't eat animals and you want to just say that you made a, a potato, sweet potato, onion and cabbage taco yesterday to sound like you doing something. You should not go vegan because it's deeper than that. Now, on the flip, if you're trying to win, it being a trend can also help you because you can probably look into some resources that are trending. You can watch some influencers and some videos that'll give you some tips and some help and some recipes of how to do it now, because it would be the popular thing to do. It's more resources. So the way that you can channel that into a win to become vegan or to sustain yourself in a vegan lifestyle is to make sure that you are taking advantage of all the popularity surrounding it, which would mean more exposure to information and that will help you educate yourself on it. Because in order to sustain a vegan lifestyle and to win at what you were trying to do with it, you would have to educate yourself. Initially, when I first went vegan, it was just because I wanted to lose some weight. I ain't lying. It was It was something that I heard would help you in regards to not being fat no more. And it was the trendy thing in regards to something that I had never tried. I'm going to just try something new. But once I started educating myself and researching with all the new resources that were coming out around it, that's what turned my vain reason for going vegan into a lifestyle reason for going vegan. It got deeper than just losing weight and something physical and something that was just on the outside, how I felt. It turned into an inside feeling. So... If a trend is why you're doing it, just because other people are doing it, and because it looked fun and cool and interesting and something that you just want to try on a Tuesday, then hey, you maybe should not go vegan. Because by Friday, it's going to be the weekend, and you're going to feel like rewarding yourself. Trust me, I've been there. I done been that weekday vegan and that weekend whatever. So, just make sense to set yourself up for a win. Don't set yourself up for failure out here. Which brings me to number nine. You hate animals and nature. (laughs) Now, hate is such a strong word. I'm not really trying to say that if you hate animals or you hate nature, that you should not go vegan. Because the thing about that is, again, your brain and your mind can change, your opinion can change. But what I am saying is, if you don't care about animals, if you are the type of person who thinks it's funny that animals are being abused, and and I'm saying this to say, I seen a video before where somebody was talking about kicking a puppy, and it, it it was very crude humor, but the they were talking about the noise it made when the puppy got kicked or something like that. Very weird, very dark humor, and I've had dark humor, but even that was like, well, damn, if you're going to laugh at a puppy getting kicked, bitch, you don't care about an animal getting slaughtered in the slaughterhouse. You might shouldn't go vegan because the thing about caring about the animals and caring about nature is that it takes on a up oh, wrong word, it takes on a philanthropy part of you in regards to wanting to save the animals, wanting to save nature, wanting to actually put out good to get good back. And if you don't care about animals, if you say you love your dog, but you also feed your dog animals, to me, that just don't make sense. But hey, I've been there. I will will feed my dog a little piece of chicken. Or it's not like they're cannibal, you feed them pieces of dog or whatever. But Again, I think you have to have a a certain love of animals and a certain appreciation for nature in general to be able to ingest nature in general. Um, So tying it into Wednesday, in order to win at veganism or in order to win at the fact that you are making a lifestyle change, your perspective on animals would have to change. It would because it becomes bigger than you. It becomes your mission in order to help not harm any other living thing now we always have this argument about oh plants are alive plants feel pain plants think plants true but there is a whole argument also about how they do not have a central nervous system in which case the way that plants experience pain is not nearly the same as the way that a sentient being such as an animal or ourselves experience pain and once you recognize that yes animals and humans are drastically different but they both have some type of spirit within them and there is a difference between the soul and the spirit but there is some type of spirit within them where you can look into the eyes of a dog and be like hmm, have you been here before my swicker there is a difference and once you are able to digest the fact that when you take on other animals pain that they might have suffered as far as being in the slaughterhouse, being anxious that they were about to be the next chicken on the chopping block, being nervous and, and depressed because animals can also experience these feelings, being all of these emotions that humans also experience and recognizing that it's just an energy transfer. When you eat meat and you eat different animals, especially the blood that actually helps the animal sustain life, once the animal is dead, you're technically eating death. And in order to win, you have to want to eat life. When you're eating plants, those are living foods. You have to recognize and respect and have reverence for nature and recognize that though that that living plant, yes, it was alive. But while you're eating it, it's still alive. It's still living. And there's a whole argument based on raw foods having more nutrients and more properties versus cooking the nature but we'll get there on a different day the point i'm trying to say is if you don't care about animals you don't care about what they might be going through the mass production of the animals the living environments of these animals before they die if you don't care about the type of behavior and Mindset that you have to have to even want to kill these animals and hang a cow upside down and slit its neck and call it kosher. If you don't care about that type of stuff and you don't want to research it, you should probably not go vegan. Because on the flip, it ties into having appreciation from nature even more so when you're ingesting it and giving yourself the energy that is going to sustain life for you and not feeding yourself on death. If you don't care about the animal living or dying, and you don't care about eating something that had to die for you, you should not go vegan. Going to number eight, incompetence. If you are incompetent, and if you don't even know what incompetent mean, you should not go vegan. Now, as far as incompetence itself, That came to me more so thinking about like if you're trying to read labels or trying to stay conscious of the fact that you're eating certain foods that should not have a mama or a face because that's essentially what veganism is. Not eating nothing that was birthed or born or died in regards to sentient animals. If you are incompetent and you don't recognize what that consists of, if you cannot tell the difference between I'm going to be vegan but I'm still eat eggs and eggs came from a chicken and the chicken is living and breathing and had a mama or a face and you are incompetent to separate the two. You should not go vegan. I'm not saying if you're not vegan, you're dumb. That is not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is if you're dumb, you should not be vegan. And the reason I say that is you're going to set yourself up for fail. You go set yourself up for that F, little dummy. And I ain't calling you little dummy. But if you are a little dummy, sometimes we are a little dumb. Do not get me wrong. I have also messed up and eaten things that had milk or egg or something in it. And the reason I am saying you have to be competent and you have to, in, in order to win at a vegan lifestyle, you have to be competent enough to pay attention and conscious enough. If you are not going to take that extra mile in order to show that you are implementing the skill necessary to pay attention you should not go vegan the definition of incompetent is not having or showing the necessary skills to do something successfully if you know going into it in regards to success that you ain't gonna win at this guess what you won't win at this if you don't care enough to take an extra step to read the labels of things you're eating before you eat it you ain't gonna win at this if you do not care enough in regards to looking at labels to see if it had milk egg chicken broth chicken bone something that had an animal something byproduct you will not win at this however if you are competent if you are able to look at labels if you are able to take that extra mile to ask the waiter "Did this have butter in it do they cook this with chicken broth do they mix it with the other meat on the grill then you might be successful because in order to win at veganism, you have to go the extra mile to ask questions, not only to yourself, but to those who are helping prepare the food that will be eaten by you. There have been several times where I got an order from a restaurant trying to make up a different meal for myself that was vegan. And of course, they don't really know sometimes what that consists of or what that means. For instance, I went to Chili's last week and I ordered some sides, and I had some corn, and they brought it to the table, and my corn looked real shiny. And I was like, um, excuse me, do you know if they use butter on this corn? He was like, no, I don't think they do, but because I told him you, you were vegan, but you know, I can make sure I'll bring you out another one. When he brought me out the other corn, y'all, it looked very dry. It looked very plain. It was seasoned, but it was not shiny as if it had butter. You have to be competent enough to pay attention. You got to be aware, and you got to not just take the out because somebody else told you it ain't no butter on it or it ain't no milk in it. And it tastes real good. I'm going to be for real. The stuff that has animal products tastes a little better. That just is what it is. Probably even when we talk about soul food, you're ingesting souls. You're, you know, soul got a little flavor. We know that, right? But also... You have to be competent enough to take that extra mile if you want to win and be sure that you're not going to cause yourself to do something that'll backslide. Y'all, when I backslid the first time I went vegan, it was for some macaroni cheese. And mind you, I'm just like, "Mm, well, it's just cheese. It ain't meat, it's just cheese. Mind you, it's milk and cheese, dairy galore in the macaroni cheese. And it was so good, y'all. Shout out to my auntie. It ain't her fault and it ain't my daddy's fault that I was in the environment to be around this. That, That brings us back to that number 11, right? That peer pressure. It wasn't anyone pressuring me, but it was that I wanted to eat this stuff. I wanted to taste it. I wanted to remember what it was like. And if I was like, oh, I can eat some macaroni and cheese. I can eat a little piece of fish. Oh, there go the backslide. If I can eat a little piece of fish, shoot, I can eat some turkey. And I was off the bandwagon y'all for two years after that. Because the food be so good. I don't think you ever stop missing it because you had it most of your life for most of us. However, you have to be competent enough and aware enough of the things that are going to not set you up for the win. And now I just choose not to put myself in certain environments. And I know now as far as why I'm doing it, my reason for going vegan. Initially, my reasons were not rooted enough into my purpose to where I felt like it was something that I had to sustain. Therefore, competence was not something I was worried about because I just didn't care. But you have to care. You have to be competent. If you want to win at veganism, you have to own it. But... If that is not something that you are capable of doing or something that you even want to do, you don't feel like giving the extra effort, an extra mile, and extra discipline or consistency, then you should not go vegan. Which brings us to number seven. As far as being open-minded goes, as far as trying new things go, as far as making sure that you are able to try the different things that will help you be successful, you will need to be open-minded. If you are not an open-minded person, you should not go vegan. If you know that you go to the restaurant and you order the same chicken tenders every time you go because you just love chicken tenders and you ain't trying nothing else, oh, you shouldn't go vegan. Because in order to be vegan and be successful at it, you have to be so open to trying all kind of things that you never even heard of in order to expand your palate. Now, once you become vegan, your palate does change. It does take on its own flavors and its own preferences and its own taste. But in order to get there, you got you to gotta try something that you ain't never tried. You got to want to cook some egg plate every now and then and see what that's hitting on and how you can turn that into a... A lasagna. (laughs) You gotta want to go to these new vegan restaurants and try what they have so that you can expand your options. Because if you don't give yourself options, you will not make it. You will fail. And you don't want to set yourself up for fail if you are the kind of person who knows that you don't like to try new things. You don't even like to experiment. You don't like to see what options the menu might have for sides. You ain't never heard of asparagus and you ain't trying it today. Then you should not go vegan. I have heard of so many more vegetables and fruits since being vega- vegan vegan than I ever did when I was not eating these things. And it's about exposure. And the reason that I am more exposed now is because I'm looking for it. It's because I'm open-minded and I am seeking out the options that I have to expand my options beyond potato wedges and salad. As a vegan, you get tired of eating fries and salad, y'all. <laughs> but a lot of the times when you go out into the world that is not catering to a vegan in regards to the food market, that's your options. A lot of times it's sides and salad. Okay? So you got to be open-minded and figure out what you can create. Going back to my Chili's um, reference earlier, I made up a whole meal out of sides. And I was able to conform the sides into a meal for myself because I had some rice, I had some beans, I had some guacamole, I had some chips, I had some fried pickles. And and again, being open-minded, I, I, nothing about fried pickle made me want a fried pickle. Being real. And after I ate, I was like, oh dang, that's good. And now I like fried pickles. Like You will find different favorites and different things that your new vegan palate will like if you are open-minded. And you will win. But if you are not open-minded, if you do not like to try new things, if you say, I don't eat vegetables and I don't want to try no no brussels sprouts then guess what then veganism should not be something that's on your to-do list because you have to be open-minded in order to succeed at this lifestyle which goes to number six being open-minded number six if you do not care about disease or illness you should not go vegan now this is very vague let me explain what i'm saying most of us do care about diseases and illnesses right However, a lot of us are plagued with generational illnesses and curses that we are trying to break, that we just feel like, oh, everybody in my family had it, I'm going to have it. Oh, everybody around me is living just fine with this diabetes, this high blood pressure, this high blood sugar. If you are one of those people who are like, it's fine, life goes on, eat what you want, YOLO, you should not go vegan. If you are, however, one of the other people who feel as if you can reverse these diseases and these illness in these generational curses by changing your diet. You should totally go vegan. You're going to win. Because the thing about that is there are studies that show most of the top killers of Americans as far as high blood pressure, diabetes, um, even cancers, different things that have to deal with your actual blood sugar, your food intake can be reversed by a plant based diet. If you care about that kind of things, if you're willing to research these options, if you actually feel as if there's something that you can stick to that will help your health in regards to being a healthier and better you so you can live this life that God has for you, then you should definitely consider it. However, if you do not think that that is within your control. If you do not think that diet plays as major of a component in your life as it does, if you don't care about what goes in your body, and on top of that, you don't care about how it affects you, then you should not go vegan. Now, a lot of us claim that we do care. Even me, I'm a bad vegan. But I, I, when I say bad vegan, I'm not eating animals and nothing that had a mama or a face. But I'm eating breads. I'm eating high sugar stuff. I'm eating fried foods. And I also have to work on that, too, because you got to pick a struggle. I at least got the vegan down, but I got to pick a better, healthier vegan lifestyle. And if you are being conscious about diseases and illnesses caused by foods, most of it, when they say dis it's a disease because there is disease in your body. And most of the disease in our body, be it energetic or otherwise, can be helped with food. And it depends on what you are feeding your soul and inside of your body that determines the diseases and illnesses that we have. Even down to mental health, y'all, it's amazing some of the things that you would think aren't related such as anxiety and depression but food plays a major part in that and different foods have different healing properties and you have to want to research the healing properties of the different foods that could help you a holistic healing would be plants medicines herbs essential oils different things that don't have to deal with being on the western prescribed medicine of pills after pill you need a pill for this you need a medicine to counteract this no you can totally change that with your diet But if you don't care about diseases or illnesses or even your health in regards to how a diet can help change that, being plant-based, you should not go vegan. Going to number five, you believe humans have dominion. This is a touchy one. I don't want to ruffle no feathers for the ones that actually love their Bible and they say you had dominion over the animals. I believe that that could be true because we are, again, all sentient beings and we have a different level of consciousness that animals don't. So, yes, we're probably over them mentally in certain regards however i do not believe that that means that they are beneath us to where we were supposed to be eating them and ingesting them and treating them poorly killing them for our benefit i'm not sure personally whether or not i believe god wanted that i think if anything the the beings here as far as animals were sent to sheep teach us and show us different things about our own human experience and our own human reality now dominion is a tricky subject because I ain't going to point no fingers, but at one point, something felt like it had dominion over black folks, okay? My y'all, y'all know what I'm saying? And at, at a certain point in time in history, not too long ago, we were considered the animals. We were considered the ones under the dominion of someone else who used this same logic. So, at a certain point, we were able to free ourselves. But do you think that animals will have that same capability to free themselves? Have you ever read that book, Is It Animal Farm? I don't even remember if this is the correct reference or not. But when animals start rising up or when they start taking on a whole different nature versus um, people, it, that's, a, that's a real thing. I've seen some animals, you know, fight back. And I don't know that it, it's something that we want to get to. If If they evolve to the state of they decide that they don't want to be control no more (laughs) and they start attacking us i don't know if we wanted to get there god it might got to get there now it might it might take a bunch of chickens in the chicken coop fighting the chicken cooper i don't know that's what you call them but hey if they banded up imagine that life and i would rather not so if you believe humans have dominion over animals and that we are better and we we're supposed to be eating these things because god gave us the right to i don't know that i agree and that's your personal behavior but if that's how you feel you should not go vegan because again, you're going to feel like everything was made for you. You're the center of the world. And that could be very true that God did give us this beautiful place to experience, which includes even things as far as pleasing our senses, as far as taste palette and food and whatever experience you might get from eating food. But personally, I just don't think that something was supposed to die for me. And if you fell that way, you should not go vegan. But in order to win and being vegan and again, going back to the animals and loving nature and feeding yourself living things, if you feel as if this dominion also comes with a responsibility, this dominion also comes with authority, in which case you get the free will to choose how you're going to exercise this dominion, you're going to win every time and you should totally think about it. But if not, if you are thinking that everything was put here for you and your plate, you shouldn't go vegan. Going to number four, if you love to live and eat. And I say that To say, if you love to eat and you live to eat, you should not go vegan. I know people who right now just want to eat because it tastes good. Not necessarily for what it does for your body or the fuel that you need for the vessel God gave you. But you just like how it feels in your mouth and and the the feeling that you get when you swallow it because it made you feel good and you remember eating it when you was a child and nostalgic. If you love to eat just because of the taste or if you live to eat, meaning that because you more you want some food and you hungry, you're going to go get whatever it is that you want because it pleases you, then you should not go vegan. Because it's going to be hard for you to win at that. If, if you don't care about sometimes having to eat something that don't taste that great, then you should not go vegan. There are a lot of vegan meals that I have tried that did not please me. That did not come out how I wanted to. I just made a jackfruit pot roast. Looked delicious, smelled delicious. Did it taste like pot roast? Hell no. But did I think it was going to? Hell no. But you have to go into it knowing, was it good enough to what I was aiming for? Did it please me enough to where it satisfied that craving of me wanting that old pot roast that my mama used to make? Yeah, it did it well enough. It held me over good enough to where I'm not going to backslide for no pot roast. So if you love to eat or you're living for the foods and the sensations that you get when you eat it, maybe you shouldn't go vegan, okay? It's going to be harder for you to stay on the bandwagon when you get that craving for that chicken and you smell it in the air. My God, you know how smells make you think about how things taste, especially if you remember how it tastes. I don't think you ever stop missing chicken, but it just has to outweigh the fact that you want to eat it. But if you you live for some chicken, you love some chicken, you eat chicken every day, you you might shouldn't go vegan because you know if you love it enough to where you think you backslide and you're not going to be committed to it you don't want to set yourself up for a fail set yourself up for a win but if you are living for the fact that food is fuel and you are eating to live versus living to eat then maybe you could consider it because you might win at that Which number three, a lot of times people say they don't have time to go vegan. I have, quote unquote, no time for veganism. Listen, if you don't have the time that it takes to be vegan, you should not go vegan because it takes a little more effort, y'all. It takes some planning. Sometimes it takes some grocery shopping. You buying a whole bunch of stuff. It takes a lot of prep for the day before. Veganism is a very time consuming thing. Especially considering we don't have the drive throughs that the rest of the world has that we were brought up on. So most of the stuff that you're eating is either expensive for the convenience or it's going to take you some time. Now, me personally, I'm still trying to combat this. I spent so much money on food in the last couple of months. I'm like, where did my money go? It's because I was paying for the convenience of someone else cooking it. And that's what you're really paying for. Even when you go through drive throughs and fast food places, it's a convenience thing veganism is not convenient and if you think it's gonna be convenient or you think it's gonna be a quick fix oh I don't feel like cooking tonight I'm gonna just get a pizza nope veganism ain't for you you should not go vegan because you do have to set aside time you have to make the time none of us have time but we have time for what we want and if you are able to make time for the fact that you want a vegan lifestyle then yeah you'll win at this but if not, if you know that you were so busy that you cannot properly plan to succeed, you cannot plan a grocery trip on a Sunday, you cannot plan to cut up some vegetables and meal prep, if you cannot plan in advance from when your friends are going out and you need to eat your own food or bring it with you, you will not <laughs> succeed and you should not go vegan. Which goes to number two. If you don't want to raise your consciousness or your frequency, you shouldn't go vegan. And this ties into time because, again, the time that it takes, you have to be very intentional and very conscious and aware of how much time you have to do certain things. And that it actually is going to be more effort on your end in regards to your thought process to plan accordingly. And by doing so, putting more effort into what you eat, putting more energy into what you eat. It took you two hours to cut up some some food that you not even Gonna have an hour to take to cook it. It it's an energy exchange, okay? This raises your frequency. I, if you don't know what frequency is, I did a podcast earlier this week on frequency. Has to do with vibrations and brain states. It has to do with the amount of energy and effort that you are putting out into the world to get back. In layman's terms, basically, the more living foods that you eat, the higher your frequency because. There are different foods with different properties that will do different things for your body. Once you ingest it, it becomes part of you. But also, your effort and your intention behind what you are doing will raise you up to a level of consciousness, in which case it opens your mind up to different options and portals in regards to the ways that God can reach you. Now, again, I'm not saying that you cannot have a high conscious level or high frequency eating dead animals, but it just sounds a little contradictory that if you're eating death that you expect to live fruitfully. It just mentally and on a conscious level, taking into consideration a living being and how you are putting out life by not ingesting something else's life will raise your energy levels to a point where even when you go vegan, sometimes you can feel the energy level change. You don't feel as sluggish. You don't feel as weighed down. You don't feel as depressed. You don't feel as angry. You're not as easily triggered by certain things because the frequency that you are now ingesting is of the earth. It's of God. It's of life. And your frequency and your consciousness are directly related to the choices and the intentions behind what you choose to put in your body. So if you don't care about consciousness, you don't care about the woke movement. You don't care about people caring about animals. You don't care about nature and tugging trees. You don't know what frequency is, nor do you care. You should not go vegan because tying it back to being open-minded, you also have to be open-minded about your mind opening. Eating consciously, including eating fruits and vegetables and different grains and things that will help give you the protein they claim we need and the different minerals and nutrients and vitamins that you might have to take to supplement Your own diet is work, okay? It's mental work. And when you're doing the mental work, you are building up that mental muscle and it's going to increase your consciousness and your frequency. But if that is not something you are into or you don't care about, you shouldn't go vegan, okay? Which brings us to number one. God, I asked you to send me number one and I actually just let it sit there. And I was like, God, you're gonna send me number one when I need it. And I think God is sending it to me right now. So God, what's number one? My sugar's. God wants you to know number one means if you are not putting yourself as number one on this beautiful Wednesday, if you are not thinking about the different ways in which you can win, if you are not selfishly able to separate yourself from what society is telling you is a win in regards to your diet, your plate, your meal, your acceptance into society of not being different, if you are not a person who wants to be an outcast or a person who wants to be set apart from other people due to your decisions and your choices, you should not go vegan. And the reason I say that is because a lot of the times as the person in the group who is vegan, you will be asked out. Okay, you will be alone in your thinking. You will have to defend your choices of what you choose for yourself in your body, in your life. If you are not with that and you don't feel like you need to explain that again, you don't have to. But it doesn't mean you're not going to be put in these situations where you got to tell people what you can eat as protein or why they Well, not why they shouldn't eat animals, but why you choose not to eat animals. To why you are walking the path you are on for you. If you are not with that and you are not trying to bear that cross, you should not go vegan. In order to win at this lifestyle, in order to win at this mentality, you have to be able to be that person who is not afraid to be the lone wolf. And I'm saying that very casually, but sometimes it's like that. You have to be the one who is not afraid to be the trendsetter, even when you're not trying to set a trend. Sometimes we're on stuff before people are on it. And it'd be like, oh, yeah, they, they said that they planted that seed. You have to be able to be a seed bearer and water it for folks. Not saying that that's your duty or that's your mission, but it becomes part of what you're here to do if that's the light that you're trying to shine on others, such as myself. It is a hard task to bear. Sometimes, being the person who has to bring their own food to functions or sneak their own meal in, you looking like you the ghetto one now. Now you pulling out a whole bag of snacks because this place don't have vegan snacks. And you got the nerve to be like, I want them to kick me out. They ain't going to tell me what I'm eating my body. (laughs) You got to ride for this, y'all. And if you ain't trying to ride for yourself or for the mission, you should not go vegan. All right, y'all. Anyway, those are my top 11 reasons I think you should not go vegan. If any of those reasons apply to you, then maybe, nah, don't consider this because you got to really be on this thug life. You got to be thugging it out here and really be about the cause. You know what I'm saying? You got to ride for this. If you choose this and if you arrive, you're going to win. Okay. if any of these reasons are something that you feel like are not within your control, you should definitely not go vegan. But if you feel like going down to number one, that you are the captain of your ship and you can control your mindset as well as control what goes into your mouth. You have to have the consistent behavior that number one reason of going vegan and successfully achieving this is because you are doing best for you. Regardless of what anybody else tells you, regardless of somebody wanting it to be the best for you, if you don't want it, it will not work. And that's all I got to say on this wonderful Wednesday. So this one felt a little long, but it's because it was a two for one. I Tuesday'd you and Wednesday'd you and we're going to win out here. So anyway, I hope that that was helpful for you. For all those people who are thinking about going vegan, please make sure that you are also open again to figuring out the different ways that you can control your mindset and the different ways that it could help you win. But if not, if you're going into it already thinking that you're going to lose and you don't believe in yourself, you're going to lose every time. So just remember, you got to believe in you first. And that sets the tone for everything else and cancels out all those 11 reasons. If you keep number one as you are doing it for the best thing you can do for you. Anyway, thanks for sipping, Sippers, and keep on sipping.